Uh, good afternoon. Welcome to Karl Marx Does the Washing Up. I'm Shaitelli. And I'm Elias Kazan. And today we've got with us... Mary Claire Springham. Hello. Hello. Mary Claire Springham. That's me. Yeah. So who Very are you, Mary Claire, and why, why are we interviewing you? Okay, I am a product designer. Um, I graduated from... Yes, I am. <laughs> Let me tell you about what I do, actually, in my day job. No, I'm no, making, we don't care about any of I'm that. I'm making Tupperware <laughs> and, like, sandwich bags. <laughs> However, when I was at university, I did um, my final year project, which was a kit with all the necessary hormones to enable a man to lactate and feed a child. And it got some people quite upset. Um, some people quite excited. And then, yes, others, some more. So it's a project... Upset. That would enable men to breastfeed yes. children. Yes. Okay. And adults. Uh, <laughs> if, if they so wish. If you so wish. And it, I've like, had a, a granddad contact me saying that his granddaughter is having a, a child. Um, he was wondering if he could like contribute in some way. I was like, I whoa. I don't know, but like go out, do the research, my friend. Tell me. Uh, He's quite ahead of his time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So when when coming to this project. How, how, sorry, how did you even arrive oh, at such, a, such an idea? Oh, I get that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I was, um, the grandfather thing is, sorry, in fact, <laughs> that is insane. Yeah, as, you, as you have take some breaths. Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, I was looking at oh my, um, <laughs> my final project, I was looking at codes of silence, but particularly postnatal depression. And I was really, really lucky. Uh, I got to speak to the UK's sort of leading voice on postnatal depression. Um, he's a geneticist called Professor Dimitri Gramatopoulos. And he was uh, incredible. He told me all about it, about how um, one in four women uh, will suffer from postnatal depression after they've had a child. It seems and, insanely high. Yeah, insanely high. And only 50% get diagnosed because only 50% come forward. Oh, the other 50% will hide it. Yeah. Um, and, like, the main trigger is the struggle to breastfeed. So... Um, it's the thing that, you know, the NHS tells you uh, to breastfeed. You hear from your midwife that breast is best. Your mum will tell you to breastfeed. Your friends. Yeah, society will tell you to breastfeed. Yeah, right? and then it's actually really hard. There's a reason why there's a 40-day window where you should try and breastfeed. Because it might take 40 days. And then it might not work at all. Um, and yet, you know, you've been told this, this is going to be so easy. And then your body is telling you that it's not. And actually, it can really hurt. And this can really upset, upset people. Not surprisingly. Um, but what I also learned from this man is that um, postnatal depression can also occur in men. And it's got, that's even more taboo and less talked about, and it's got a completely different cause, and that is the feeling of being left out. So, even, yeah, and so, like, the, even in my lifetime, the role of fatherhood has really changed. Um, and so, you know, we used to have this big patriarchal figure who didn't get so involved with the everyday parenting yeah. but was also kind of like you know respected for bringing in the the wealth for the family yeah, yeah. and Provided, food on providing the right yeah exactly um what we now have what's been described as the homer simpson effect so dad's being depicted in the media as goofy as less able parents as you know messing up um, and that's sort of had a knock-on effect of them being trusted less and not you know not always invited to classes, not given the information, therefore they can't be as engaged. You also have a, a, something called infant preference, where, so I got really into, um, there's this fantastic organisation called the Fatherhood Institute that's kind of trying to address this, because in the UK... Trying to address, sorry, male um, breastfeeding, or the, trying to address... No, trying to address the, the gender imbalance in parenting, because uh. they realise that for every hour of parenting that a mum does in the UK, a dad does 24 minutes, and... It's not that dads are, you know, holding back. They want to be involved. But they have things like infant preference. I read this really heart-rending story of how... Um, infant preference? Infant preference. And it's the, the baby's first ever sense to develop is their sense of smell. It develops in the womb. Uh, and it means that they are attracted to breast milk. That makes sense. That's what's going to keep them alive. So, you know, their body says okay. breast milk. Yeah, yeah. And so you have all these stories of the baby comes home from the hospital. Dad is all ready to be super dad. And the baby's not interested. Because it just wants breast milk. Yeah. Another key thing that I learned. Wow. Yeah. Um, and another thing that Professor Dimitri said about postnatal depression, which blew my mind, was that it's not usually the dad that realizes that the mum has PND. It's usually the mum's mum. And so that 
kind of got me in the situation of like, okay, for my degree, I have to design some kind of product. Um, what, what is happening here? What is this gap in communication between, the between a, and a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a mom and a dad? Yeah. They've just gone through this amazing experience of having this baby. And now the mum is really upset, or the dad is really upset, we don't know, but neither of them are reading it. What can I do to bridge this Tupperware. with a product? Tupperware. Uh, Tupperware. <laughs> no, there's loads of Tupperware, I tell you now. It's so such a market. Is, is the reason that, you know, are they just seeing each other less because they've got the baby, or they're tired, or they're just... Possibly, like, or... many, many of those things, but also things like the fact that postnatal depression is still highly stigmatised. Yeah, and also so... maybe people aren't aware of it even existing. Yeah, yeah and something. also, like, a lot of stuff in, for example, prenatal classes, there's still an element of, like, stuff being categorised as a woman thing. Yeah. And like I said, like, the leading brand of parenting goods particularly I was doing this project two years ago so it was before the company uh, got in trouble but it's called mother care and the yeah. slogan is welcome to the club like how you know welcome to the club of motherhood yeah welcome to yeah. the club of motherhood yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. and like a lot of parents who I interviewed talked about like yeah we're in a whatsapp group and it's south london mums yeah, and there are a couple of dads in there and occasionally they say can we change the name please but you know <laughs> the voice doesn't get through yeah, yeah. so like the last thing I found that just to sum up this story of how I how I got to this point was um, looking at this empathy kit and seeing stuff like that and also yeah, yeah. seeing how the image of motherhood really hasn't changed since for example the Madonna and child so you have this image of this solitary woman who kind of is almost like a martyr yeah, taking yeah. on all of all of the work Heavenly. of motherhood yeah, yeah. Um, and like you know Beyonce at the time was having her baby photos done and all of her baby photos directly replicated that yeah, she's yeah. wearing blue silk and cup and flowers oh, at the time of the Madonna you mean uh, uh, no <laughs> no I'm not um, but, but like we don't believe in time either yeah, 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 yeah. cool cool so glad we're on something yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was looking at that being like, okay, that's the issue. But um, it's really quite like a logical to. progression yeah, to great. developing something that could enable men to breastfeed. Yeah, and because your theory is that like the time imbalance like is what's leading. The... For, like, so, for, so for every parent, sorry, for every hour of parenting that a mother does, the father only does 24 minutes. Yeah. And if a father could breastfeed, that could maybe equal out the balance so, in time. Like originally, like the key thing was the empathy tool. What yeah. is that little moment? What is that in that situation, hypothetical situation, if a mother is really struggling to breastfeed with this baby, what practical thing can you create that allows the dad to step in and help and be a really practical but also like connective support, supportive help? And that was when I came across the Canadian Breastfeeding Association, um, which is one of the leading sources of information on breastfeeding yeah, yeah. Um, and they said that um, progestin and domperidone yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, provide three of the four major hormones needed to cause lactation, lactation. Yeah, yeah. and the last one is oxytocin which is you know we all know it's like the happy drug yeah, yeah. Um, and you get a rush of that a mum and a dad both get a rush of that when they hold their child um, that's connected to the smell of the baby yeah. and the, the, all that so stuff. So you wouldn't need to supplement that hormone, it would just to. be the other two. No, exactly. Ah, which also will help with depression, right? If yeah. The oxygen yeah, yeah, yeah. But also you hear it from mums who, like, maybe they maybe they, they breastfeed really well, but they really struggle to pump, for example. Like, when the yeah. baby's not there... It must there, be really disheartening, right? Yeah. You can't feed your baby on demand. Yeah, but, like, mothers talking about how they, they struggle to express milk when the baby's not around, but that's something you need to do if you want to, you know, have some independence control on your life um, but the reason for that some people think is because holding the baby the smell of the baby produces the oxytocin and that causes the letdown reflex that allows uh, your like just to release milk if you're not getting that even if you're looking at most of your baby which is what you're encouraged to do and all this kind of stuff then no wonder you're having trouble expressing like, you're literally missing a missing a hormone and so the earlier thing that you said was that the baby while in the womb uh, is attracted to the smell of breast milk, right? Mm -hmm. Is that while they're inside the womb? Yeah, it's the first sense that develops, yeah. and you know they're. Does that mean that they would? Their mother. Like, they, yeah. They Does that mean they would struggle to then connect to their father's breast milk? Like, would it taste different? We so we don't know that yet, and that's something I'm really curious about. That would be the next I mean, step, right? Yeah. yeah okay. But like, we also, you know, we've lived. We haven't. 
but um, humans have had setups where you have, say, like a wet nurse, for example. Yeah. You also have um, the Aka tribe in Central Africa, for example. The the mothers are the main hunter gatherers, and so it's the men who do most of the child rearing. And when you see most of them, their chests are more pronounced, and they suckle their children. They lactate without any use of hormones or medical intervention in that way. It's just that. Okay, maybe they've got a few more generations on us of well, doing this. Yeah. But it yeah, it occurs. The so, more I researched this, the more it became it moved from being a question of why am I doing this to yeah. oh, why not? Like Yeah. That's a that was a really fun line to walk along. So what you're almost saying is that breastfeeding isn't a maternal instinct. It's just a a parental instinct. It's, it's yeah. And it's not it's it's irrespective if you're male or female, we've both got the capacity. Or maybe it's a baby-driven instinct. Yeah, of course. Is, yeah, 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 sorry, a, a baby-driven instinct. It's a passing on your DNA and making sure that DNA survives in a, in a, you know, this creature that you're rearing. Sorry, creature, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the, there's several cases that I found of that. Um, so, for example, in Sri Lanka, uh, after the tsunami in 2004, there's several cases where um, a man was like was left with two young children his wife unfortunately was killed and in an environment of trauma and food shortage um he naturally produced milk he lactated and he was able to sustain the lives of his children so we don't know if male breast milk adjusts like females breast milk does with like you first have the colostrum then it thins out and it becomes like different but we know that it can sustain life i've also had like in in the press, this is this project has received a, a, it sparked a lot of anger and a lot of a lot of debate and all that stuff. Um, but in the meantime, my my inbox is filled up, and one of them has been, for example, a man who um, he he's has two children. One of them is very autistic, uh, and sort of. It is in a sort of like the state of, sort of a, a two-year-old, um, and another, the other one um, grew up sort of having a very rough early years, which he was not present for. And he contacted me saying, like, my body is aching to to lactate and to and to chest feed, and you know, can you help me with this? Um, in the meantime, I'm like. I did this for a university project. I don't know if I can help you. I would love, love, love to help you. And if we can get this to medical trials, that'd be amazing. So Don Peridone, so Don interesting, Don Peridone is like available over the counter because it's like, uh, it's like an anti-nausea and vomiting drug. It's like anti-gastro, like uh, like for gastro reflux. But we do prescribe it for, to help women breastfeed. Yeah. It's definitely not licensed for men. So are there, so there are other functions to these um, hormones. Rather yeah. Than so pro- progestin is the the non estrogen based birth control pill. It's yeah. already used by women. Yeah. Initially, yes, it was for gut conditions. Yeah. And then they realised there's this big old side effect. It which increases is your like prolactin. Lact- yeah. yeah. Which is lactation. Um, and several um, sort of early antidepressants and stuff did this as well. Um, yeah, yeah. But Domperidone, so much so that they started prescribing it to women because they also realized that the drug doesn't cross the blood-brain barrier, so it's safe to give to, you know, a woman who's also breastfeeding. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's safe in the baby that will then ingest you mean the blood-brain blood barrier? So, so some yeah. drugs cross the barrier into your brain and could maybe impact your brain. Yeah, but, but Domperidone doesn't. doesn't. Um, but it's, is but it, it could have ne- negative effects on the gut then, if you're like... Not so much so. Because so d- you're only taking it for a short course as yeah, well. Yeah, that's the thing. You don't need to take it consistently. Like, once you yeah. reach that relaxing level, it will stay that high. And you yeah. continue to breastfeed. Okay, so I mean, the breastfeeding thing isn't like a... You, you can't do it all your life. Or you, it's, you're not... Well, so, I'm sure with wet nurses... I mean, it's quite, it's quite radical to get to men... To start breastfeeding. It's not but much also, more radical to continue yeah. to the same <laughs> Exactly. But also, like... Other studies, when they've gone, looked into um, breastfeeding with women and that kind yeah. of thing, um, was that, yeah, okay, you need to take progestin for a longer period of time because what that is doing is convincing what the birth control pill does, a progestin based birth control pill, um, it convinces your body that you're already pregnant. Yeah. So then your breast tissue changes so that it can hold milk. Yeah. Um, Domperidone uh, increases your production of prolactin, but like other things also 
can do that. Like, Domperidone is often given to breastfeeding women because, like, you know, maybe they already have the hormones in the system and everything, but they, they need that booster. Um, and so that's what that does. So, like, it's not, it's not necessarily for a long period of time. What, what your question was whether it's been tested on men and what that yeah, would be. yeah. Um, so in 2018, a, a new paper came out and it was um, that basically what they'd succeeded in doing was enabling a, a trans, a trans person yeah, yeah, I read that paper. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, that means clinical trials are around the corner yeah. though for this. And like they, yeah. yeah, and they did it through using like basically this setup of progestin domperidone and yeah, yeah. a couple of other things that they won't say but like they literally say we took the structure that we use to enable women to lactate yeah, yeah, and, and, ad- and adjusted it like so, but if we're having things. but if we're having to give hormone supplements then it mm-hmm. surely means that it isn't natural no no but no but it could be natural maybe we've just suppressed it but also like this so like because what she's saying like that tribe for example saying, where it yeah. is natural in that tribe and some men do naturally that is like that is the thing. So there's a condition called gynecomastia, for example, um, which occurs in 60% of men. Most people will never realise that they have it, uh, but it usually happens uh, in early puberty, and it's just when your hormones are, are all over the shop and they're adjusting, and uh, your estrogen gets a little bit higher than your yeah. testosterone. And in extreme cases, like um, so, some of the symptoms are like you know your nipples get a little bit bigger, your your chest can swell a little bit extreme cases you can go up to a B cup and you can lactate but like it so was for, also... for me to produce milk mm-hmm. would, would I have to develop breasts so would it physically change the way that I look as well as you know change internally would it physically change my appearance so when I designed the kit uh, I um, added at the last minute a um, male compression vest to act kind of as a maternity bra. So, because there is... it's quite a big shift in so many ways. Yeah, sure. But what I found that fascinating from an, an empathy standpoint because yeah, the amount of changes that a, a woman's body goes through when she becomes pregnant, it's huge. And you're doing this... To, well, not, not anyone's doing this. They become pregnant. Their body is doing this. Yeah. And when you consider how much pressure there is on women before they have children but also after they have children on how they should look and how they should you know conform and stuff and yet we we expect them to be completely fine with their body going through a massive transformation that is could be permanent the like what i've found at least using the example of gynecomastia yes a man's chest will grow a little bit um, I've got a handy compression vest which will give you a nice continued masculine shape no worries um, but also when people um, have gynecomastia cured if it's an extreme case their body goes back to normal um, so it's only for a short period of time and then it will go back so wait so, sorry what are the like I think you've painted a very positive picture like right now I would it's a project yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. but right now everything that you've said I almost, I'm like on board with this. Just gonna have a baby just to press Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I, what are the arguments against this? I mean, the. Like, besides, like, the, obviously the common argument that, you know, breastfeeding is for women and not for men, or like, you know, societal arguments. What are the arguments actually against this? This is why I loved doing this project so much. And it's what I was talking about with how it went from a why to a why not. Because I agree with you. Yeah. The more I researched into it, there was still something in like the pit of my stomach that was like, but... Because it feels, it feels, it doesn't feel intuitive for me to breastfeed. Yeah. But is that just a societal thing? Like Lots of women have breasts. Like there's definitely a difference. Yeah, but, but she's only, saying only, that we could have breasts. Yeah. We've evolved yeah. to that. Yeah. Exactly, point. because okay. it's been more attractive. It's the only reason women have breasts. Women, men and women have the same breast tissue. And in puberty, women have a rush of hormones, which is what develops the mammary glands. But men have mammary glands too. Like those are, those are still all there. And it's just a case of that's what sort of the progestin does is just develop those a little bit further. And then you're using all the equipment that you have already. But then are, are you kind of saying that pre the Madonna, this was the sort of the no. natural order? Well, and then, or maybe not Madonna, but like certain archetypal images just like came into our society. 
sort of you know geared everything towards this and then we just I think it's lost it. one of the, I mean one of the reasons I think why even as I was researching this something in my gut was like but I'm still not comfortable you know yeah all this, like I'm seeing all this you know information that backs it up but it still feels weird I mean we're like it, given the impressions of gender and what they are and how we should conform to them from birth I mean you know yeah and the and like Parent, parenthood and you know being being a mother is probably the most sacred one of all of that like one yeah. mom I interviewed was um, she said there's a certain martyrdom in being a mum it's the one thing that we can do where you know it's not a case of men are physically stronger uh, they, you know it's not a case of men can produce more milk or men yeah, can get yeah. paid for this more yeah. this is the one thing that women can do. It's the definition of femininity. However, when when this project first went viral and all that kind of stuff, I was getting um, I started getting these emails from the first ones, and I've had a repeat of it since from other people. Is that male lactation is mentioned in the Old Testament? Essentially, when Moses goes out into the desert um, and asks God, paraphrasing, but says, you know, I have all these exiles. What am I going to do? Um, God says, hold them to, like, care for them like your flock, hold them to your bosom like a, a father, um, what is it, like a, a father, what's the word? Suckle, suckles its young, that use the words suckles, which father, is what mammals father do. Father suckles, suckles they, yeah. they're young. Yeah, the and it's, it's like it goes, it goes that far back. I thought suckles like what the suckler does. Surely the suckle. suckler is the person sucking. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, There's a suckle like, there. Yeah. Suckle is a like suckling is a what mammals do to feed yeah. their young. It sounds like a goat term or something, or yeah. like a sheep term. Or something. I first heard of it with dolphins. Oh, dolphins. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it was the father doing the yeah. suckling. It was the, the father young. doing the suckling, and people felt like it was relevant enough to send this to me and say, you know. Like I heard, I heard about your project. I would just like to give you this further information about it. And it was somewhere I would never have looked. And to me, the whole thing felt very modern. And then I'm like, oh, it's here. Charles Darwin also talked about it um, and talked about male lactation. It's it's not so new. It I think it's one thing to talk about so male lactation and then another thing to promote it. There's quite a yeah. big oh, shift yeah. between the two. Sure. But like, may, if it's if it has been talked about throughout time, then maybe it's something that's not as groundbreaking as we think it is. Which is just saying nice. that like there's historical Evidence indications for, yeah, that it might yeah. have existed at times. And, yeah. Like but it's as, not a radical new thing, it's just like we're really yeah. reviving the old. But what you were saying is maybe it existed in times of need. Wow. Like, you know, Moses being in the desert, for example. Oh. Or... No, that was a metaphor. That was He was using... That, yeah. The Moses thing was a metaphor. He's not saying get Moses to feed the young. Yeah. It's that the metaphor that he used was ah, that of yes. yeah, 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 sorry, yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Okay, fine, but maybe in that tribe it's like, a, uh, it's used in times of need. But, or like you know, in Sri Lanka after that tsunami, yeah. it was used say, in emergency yeah, times maybe. of need. But you say in times of need, can I take you back to the, the hypothetical setup I was talking about of a woman who's struggling to breastfeed and that's Oh yeah, you're her, right, that's a time that of need. That is triggering her like yeah, that's horrible mental health experience. Yeah. Also just the fact that, you know, uh, a lot of like, yeah, I'd spoke to a lot of women about that transition from becoming, from being often a, a very like highly educated, ambitious young woman who is, you know, um, has their job, has their social yeah, life, yeah, yeah. is doing all this stuff, uh, to becoming a mum and balancing that. And then you yeah. hear that, you know, um, one in three women will be discriminated against in the workplace for becoming pregnant, one in nine will lose their jobs. And so it's looking about also a part that was so important to me was how does this reflect on, for example, flexible working? And if both parents can look after the child to the same extent the first six months, then surely dads can ask for more time. Surely mums and dads can share that time. Surely then both of them, if they're, you know, it becomes a case of both of them asking for paternity leave and both of them asking for equal rights. Well, the implications of this project are very, very wide-reaching. I mean, the obvious response to the fact that the man is left out and not doing enough work yeah. is to do other stuff rather than like <laughs> I mean the first go-to is not like oh like let's just no it's not the first go-to yeah I mean you could just be slightly more involved in, yeah, the, in, in other, the baby's yeah, life yeah. in other ways right just change but, more nappies yeah. or 
or something. Surely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like this, this kit is is not for everyone. Like it flew, it, you know, the the press went crazy with it, and they were saying like, you know, this woman's trying to make men grow boobs and turn them into, you know. That is what you are doing. That is, that, is, that is exactly what you are doing. Though. I am trying to help couples support each other. I mean, the way you phrase it might be the process. <laughs> but, uh, but some, some boobs are just like uh, yeah, yeah. Ext, uh, externality. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah bo boobs are like a, a side yeah. So I really like the way that you've, you've tried to keep it as a, a couple thing. Yeah. Like it's, it's not that a father is replacing a mother's ability no. to breastfeed, yeah. it's like we're working together. It's couple support really, Yeah. And you also haven't mentioned anything to do with like trans or, or homosexuality or anything yeah. like that. That's yeah. Like that's certainly a huge part of it. So, you know, yeah. when I was doing this project and I was on my, you know, time deadline for uni, I was just looking at that one little hypothetical scenario but it was certainly it was like one of the next things to come up was oh my goodness you know parents aren't just mums and dads as a unit anymore we have dads and dads we have mums and mums yeah, yeah, yeah. like single dads we have all these different setups yeah, yeah. and you know you've still got this message pumping out into the air saying breast is best yeah 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 also dads yeah. who just want to bond with their child yeah, and, yeah. Like, but then is the quality of the breast milk from a man so the that's same what as we, the quality? That's what we don't know. That is that's what, what we, we don't, don't know. That would be like the next stage. Yeah. But that would take years of research. Like you, would, you, would, you wouldn't you would, be able because to tell that straight it is, away. It is to some degree unnatural now, but a few generations later it yeah. could be natural, right? Yeah, yeah. and that's, we don't, like, that That part we really don't know. We, I mean, yeah. actually we understand so little still about breast, breast milk. milk and like you really see it with people you know developing breast formula yeah, and yeah, yeah. they still haven't quite cracked yeah, yeah. what is the magical stuff in breast milk you know but antibodies or like yeah we don't know though right yeah, it's like this magical formula that will yeah. so that is but I think that's yeah. the, make I your do baby think that prettier the, maybe the like that is what the, the world has this magical formula that's what nature is it's yeah, magically yeah, yeah. formulaic yeah. that we don't understand the essential yeah, but also because things just function for some reason yeah but also it would be naive to think that only one half of the population could produce this magical formula it would make more sense no, but it, that if both could both men and women could produce that formula okay so then I mean the, the next logical conclusion is that men should be able to become pregnant, right? So, I, I, yeah, so that so, would be the next step, right? Like, I mean, but, yeah. like, but men don't have ovaries. Men don't have, like, men don't have the equipment to have, they, men don't have a birth canal, you know, yeah. they don't have the equipment so to then it would, pregnant. But it would but make sense that the, the, the woman has the equipment but, right, to sustain so the, the child ground. if she's the one having the child. But, yeah. like, we, like, but a father's been trying to sustain the, the child for as long as there have been fathers. They've just been doing it in a different yeah, but well, well, I guess that also comes down to the that. question of mon whether monogamy is uh, yeah. natural or, or whether, like, sure. so yeah. if you yeah. believe that, I don't know, like, yeah, but also, it's really, really yeah. all this stuff comes the, in the idea of like a monogamous relationship dynamic being the natural order. Yeah, but also like, yeah, and this would this would also work outside of that, and that's yeah. that's a fascinating one, and it certainly is all in there. Currently, we are living in an age where people are questioning things like monogamy but also things like gender things yeah. like you know all, all of this stuff and this is just another little part in all of those questionings once the once the baby's been born why is it's not the mother's responsibility to feed it right just because she gave birth to it doesn't no, mean no, no, that no. she I'm, has to I, no no i'm not saying that is the i mean it's definitely not the the most operating paradigm that we have yeah now like you're the monogamy is the most current yeah, yeah, yeah. that you raise a child together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, know, you still have things like mother care and welcome to the club, and that is. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, conversely, these... you do have like mamas and papas. That's a new one. Yeah, yeah. but mother care is the I think leading, maybe leading brand. Yeah, mother care is the leading yeah. brand. Yeah, but I guess what my, my point was that it's not like a, it's not, it's not like a radically new philosophy. I'm not no. saying I support it, but the radically new <laughs> philosophy that. Uh, <laughs> The the man is spreads their seed and the woman yeah yeah, the yeah that's true yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's you, I think you have to you have to get away from that as an idea oh, in order to support what okay. you're saying right? that's a great idea to get away from as well <laughs> yeah. but also I don't know if you necessarily need to get away from that idea couldn't you just be a man who spread his seed in, in a plethora yeah. of women yeah but, and then right. feed them all yeah so well. Is, it, is, there, is there a relationship between the quality of the milk for the child that it was like 
in so, terms of the with a mother yeah as in if you're my child my breast milk is better for you than it is for like him. Yeah, but so that's the theory that we don't know because wet nurses would replace the mother, wouldn't they? And they would feed like all of the children in the village. But also, yeah. like, but, there's like, a lot and of... they would all still be healthy. Well, but, hopefully. But also, I spoke to um, several doulas whilst I was doing this project, and doulas are um, sort of they assist with uh, giving birth. They also assist with breastfeeding. You also have death doulas now, which are fascinating. They help you have a good death, basically, which is amazing. Um, but so what's the word? Doula. Doula. Yeah. Doula. D-O-U-L-A. Yeah, you'd like yeah. to help you give birth. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but not a midwife. Uh, it's no, slightly different. Birth, right? Yeah, yeah. Because a midwife still comes to your home birth. Yeah. So, like, I think, yeah, there's there's different ways you can do it. Ah, this okay. Is specifically more like holistic, spiritual kind of. Ah, kind of, yes. But okay. also, like, I mean, the ones I spoke to also had, like, a solid medical background and all this kind of stuff. Like, okay. I think it depends on... Learn depends on the way you want to give yeah. birth and raise a child and all that stuff. But um, she was also talking about how, like, a major, major part of breastfeeding it's not just about the milk, it's also about the connection and the time spent mm-hmm. holding your baby, your to baby attach, yeah. skin on skin, all that kind of stuff. But it's, and there's must be, like, just the fact that the woman has given birth, there's already that connection. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Can't, yeah. Like, but, like, that's one of the reasons right. why you now have in hospitals often is. Um, like they get the dad to like take a shirt off and do skin on skin so that you get this oh, rush okay. of oxytocin and yeah. there's um wait in hospitals they tell you to take the yeah, men yeah, take yeah, this before when they first hold yeah. yeah that's you see a lot of photos don't you dad's yeah. topless with their yeah, babies because it's, it's I thought that was just an Instagram but <laughs> also what's so fascinating <laughs> is that they found I don't know whether this is a slight sidetrack yeah, but yeah. this is um I was listening to a, a, a documentary on fatherhood about a year ago when I was doing this project and um basically when a uh, when they they do this with their child, they get um, such a massive rush of hormones that it com- it changes the chemistry of their brain forever. And later, if they they hold a child again in like the same way, their brain will automatically do that again. Mm. Like it's you know maybe we once had this sort of tradition of you know the the father like helps in the conception of the child yeah. and then is no longer engaged yeah. but we know actually that there's a, hu- there's a huge amount more and huge amount more potential for connection and nature's kind of pushing yeah. dads to be more engaged in this way as well and it's just something that that I think is a new idea in yeah. many cultures I mean like if you new look idea at, of what getting men more involved in that. yeah and Especially like, in like, as like yeah. early child rearing. So you're yeah. saying yeah. in like uh, in like the pre cultures where men were breastfeeding, they weren't as they weren't still weren't that involved well, generally. Maybe, with maybe them, when they were breastfeeding, and you know, I I unfortunately would, was well, I wasn't around at the time of the Old Testament. <laughs> we but, not. Um, we no. not. <laughs> and I have not hung out with the Akka tribe much, unfortunately, because I bet you that'd be so cool. But, um, like, it sounds like they wouldn't want you because they want you to go out and do yeah, the hunter gathering. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. they want you intruding on their child like, rearing. I, yeah. I just can't sit here with a baby. I've yeah, got yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, when we compare it to, I don't know, say how our dads grew up, like their relationship to their father or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but you know, in in what? the sixties, it was. Yes. I think I've got a really healthy relationship with my father, but yeah. I don't think he's ever offered to breastfeed. <laughs> and also, yeah. I think if I told him, if I asked him, he would just say no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, like, like, I don't think if I, if I was to breastfeed, I think my parents would be like, what is happening? But that's one of the like, yeah, fun yeah. things the, to... My parents are going nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it's but, why it makes this, the, this topic so fun to talk about clubs, because at first people are like, absolutely not. One quick in the context... Yeah. I'm quite taken aback because when we talked about this, we were like, this is a lot more metaphysical. But actually, the way you've described it is actually just science. It's just pure science. Well, I, d- I, d- I think <laughs> we're also just relying on one source, right? Sure, so I don't know. Quite well researched. Very well researched you know, source. I yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, no, I'm not undermining like, what you're saying, but I'm yeah. very well researched. But yeah, okay. It's just. It's something that, yeah, there's like, you know. I am one of a few voices that's had attention for doing this recently and you know maybe when like for if what further research goes into it 
then maybe we'll come across complications. Maybe we'll come across stuff that's, you know, yeah, it, you have, you'll have more what ifs, what about yeah. this issue, that issue. Yeah. But, but at the moment, I mean, there was the paper that came out in 2018 with the trans person who yeah, yeah, yeah. lactate. Like, we know that these drugs work on women. They've been yeah. working on women for 60 years, like the birth control pill, for example. And I, like, I had the same experiences of you lot of being like, why? Why would you do this? Why? Why? And it, it's still at the point for me now of why not? And I haven't figured out a why not. Wait, yeah, but there must be sci- scientists who think disagree is, with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it can't be a uniform. Or, oh, are you saying like I, people who have actually done any kind of? No, I don't think there's a, there's there's not much research on yeah. it at the moment. Except I guess that's why we've got papers. you. Well, it's like, interesting. Yeah, what, it's pretty rad. It's interesting yeah. that the demand is actually from a heterosexual standpoint rather than uh, like a homosexual couple dynamic or yeah, yeah, a trans I think, I dynamic. Kind of like it's actually from a way mm-hmm. to alleviate postnatal yeah. depression, and that's really fascinating yeah. because I wasn't expecting it to be from uh, disease. Yeah, I think that's really fascinating. Like a lot during my research, um, I came across a lot of trans forums, and they were they were amazing. They were an absolute font of knowledge yeah, yeah. because there are a lot of um, trans pe- people who are trying this and like conducting their own com- like clinical yeah, trials. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and long conversations about it of like how's this working out for you? How's this working for you? And like many of them who had been able to produce milk just by stimulating their nipples enough. Yeah, that's what um, I was wondering. Like, and like that is, that's completely doable. Um, and it's why you have, like it's why women often use a, a breast pump just to stimulate enough to produce yeah. milk and that kind of thing. See, for me, that's but, the kind of like, if it's natural for men to breastfeed, right? Mm-hmm. Then you just, you just keep putting your child to your breast until it starts. Like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. also like, but I mean, yeah, if, technically, I mean, so the drugs help, like, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah. But like, on because for so many years we've shut that system down. Yeah, exactly, and like it's dormant and all that stuff. But the, and also things impact your prolactin, like other medicines that you might yeah. be on or your diet or things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, a lot of a lot of these people also like the reasons they were trying to do it were fascinating and all relevant to sort of gender and identity and stuff. And like a lot of them which might be very relevant to this. Um, so a lot of people who were born with like, you know, male genitals and stuff and were transitioning to home female, they were trying to lactate because it would be the most gender affirming thing because we associate lactation with Females. femininity. Yeah. You know, go, like I said, going back to the Madonna, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then, um, and so they were trying to do it for that reason. A lot of people who've been born, you know, with female genitals and um, transitioning to become male, maybe they'd, in the meantime, had a child, or maybe they'd already had children, or maybe their partner was having a child, but they were terrified of lactating because they were very scared that it would trigger their dysmorphia again, and they would go back to to feeling like they were in the wrong body in the wrong Uh, environment. Have you... Have any women come up to you and said that they don't like the idea of you taking their femininity away? Plenty, And giving, yeah. like, that feminine aspect yeah, to yeah, men? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Um, and, like, that's... For the reasons I said earlier, like, that, that is completely... That's their power. Valid! That is, like, there is a, there is a certain... Yeah. Is that, is that almost more of a shift that, that would need to be made, or you think it's a shift for both sexes? I think it's both. So I this is, like, it's, like, got an, a feminist... Uh, yeah. element to it and, and, and an anti-feminist element. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so basically, exactly. like, the thing, the the way that I, I summed that up, because, yeah, you have a lot of women who are saying, like, don't give this power, this pedestal away, and then others saying, well, the pedestal shouldn't be there in the first place, and that stuff. Um, but things, for example, the workplace, for example, uh, being kicked out of this, your your colleague who got kicked out of this cafe that we're sitting in right now for, for breastfeeding. I'm sure they would kick us out if they could hear what we were exactly. talking about. Um, be things like that, there's a certain element where possibly they can't change for women until they change for men. So quite possibly, uh, for example, I know an example, um, I think it was 2000 and 2017-18 a case like that it actually got to the Supreme Court in the US of a woman saying that it was sexist um, for her to be asked to stop breastfeeding in a public space and the the, 
the other side won for that. They considered that it was not an offence because men can lactate. Mm. And that is why that case was thrown out. Shit, so there's a legal basis as well. Yeah. That's quite fascinating. Uh, in the US Supreme Court. Like, but it's interesting it that just used, comes was, out of the yeah, woodwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To support yeah. a case. Yeah. Yeah. But then thrown back. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And used, ironically, wow. against women. Like, against I, women's right to, you know, just breastfeed and be natural about it. I'm sure we'll listen to this episode again at some point and realise... <laughs> like, 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 this is nuts. Like, we we missed all of these. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why am I so convinced right now? There's clearly... I think there's... I, well, I did would the you, same thing. I no, the but same it feels, it, no, but if I have a baby, it feels intuitive to me that I want to be a, as big a part of its life as I can possibly be. Mm-hmm. And so all a baby really wants when they're born is food. So yeah. it feels intuitive to try and provide that food to that And baby. do it in a way yeah. where you're holding your baby close. Yeah, exactly. Having that connection, having that experience. I feel like maybe why I... The struggle is because I grew up where my father was very involved in my upbringing. And I don't see... Like, I see my, my dad holds quite a... Like, th- there's not a huge gender imbalance. Uh, in but yeah. like, as in, yeah. my mum's a very powerful woman. My dad's a very like sensitive yeah. character, kind sure. of. And like, this so, is not this is not a solution for everyone. Just like one form of birth control is not the solution for everyone. If we look for women, but the like, but is it I take you back to the hypothetical situation of a woman who's really struggling with postnatal depression. It's one in four. Yeah. And, well, what's it for men? Uh, I don't know how many is for men. It's, it's so underreported in men, know, though, right? It's le- so much. Like, how many it's men would even go to their doctor with, like, exactly. complaining I've, of depression? I've heard yeah. a lot about this recently. Maybe it's just, yeah, I guess it's, it's just coming, recently. It's yeah. coming out more. So, like, yeah, the NCT yeah. did the Hidden Half campaign, yeah. and that was really trying to shine more light. Also, um, but a lot of Instagram that is just, mums yeah. have a huge part to play yeah. in. Because you wouldn't uh, have Instagram dads as much, right? You do have I think Instagram now dads, that, you yeah. do. But, like... As far as I found through my research, it was like it was the Instagram mums who really were talking a lot about both mental health and uh, flexible working. And yeah. a lot of those campaigns um, have come through those women. There's one um, called uh, Flex Appeal, which is a, a brilliant organisation that's trying to get that more debated in Parliament. Then Good also, play, yeah, yeah. yeah, Pregnant Than Screwed as pregnant, well. Pregnant. <laughs> two, two fantastic organisations run by. Yeah, Instagram mums who are also mums who lost their jobs from because having that, children. I um, just, and mental health, like mental health, is often raised on those platforms as well by mums, and that's probably a huge part of why it's become more. If there was a, if there was a kit available that you could take for a few weeks, that would enable you to breastfeed, and then like a few weeks later you would be back to your original self, you would try it. For the podcast thing, maybe. <laughs> we you try can and, say and, no. You can say no. <laughs> no, but would you not try it just to feed your kid? Like, I don't... I don't think so. I think maybe I would just try it to understand my ontology better. Like, I would do it as a, like... Yeah, he wouldn't even need a kid. We wouldn't even need children. a kid. Yeah, we wouldn't even need children to do this. Just, like, say, it's more just to explore what is human nature. I can imagine you two sitting at this table being like, how big are yours now? Yeah. Well, we would definitely make this competitive. Well, we would end up feeding each other. And that's when it would get really weird, yeah. That's when you guys would get kicked out of the That's for the podcast thing. Then we'd do one on intimacy. Yeah, but actually, is that... I just, I, I, I can't think of a reason why you wouldn't try it. Like, well, if, if just, the technology is available, why would you not? And if you had a child and you wanted to help connect more with I your don't know, child, I guess the the, the 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 main answer is it's not natural or it's not instinctive. And then I well, guess you've said that it's that the, it is natural, natural and it is instinctive. Well, we don't know if it's instinctive. We can't. Well, we do. Like, we do know because we've seen in cultures where it's not stigmatized, it has. Manifested itself. There's like but one culture. There's just one culture as well. That's one. Yeah, small yeah, yeah. That's only one culture. It's a case of questioning. Well, there are others, but like if the it's a case of questioning where your instincts come from, I suppose, and questioning those massive structures that we call gender and sort yeah. of those yeah. origins and what signaling have you had in your upbringing and stuff. Yeah. And it all it all comes into this. I'm still questioning it. Still digging deeper yeah. on it because every conversation I have about it. it lifts up something else but I guess because I mentioned this to somebody and she said she watched her cat kind of uh, give birth and the cat just like knew exactly what to do after like just cut the umbilical cord herself (laughs) and then just went to start breastfeeding and stuff and it's just like 
it just went, there was no con it just everything just happened yeah, right? yeah, yeah. and, and it wasn't like sure it she wasn't looking right. for the for the father but yeah like, you know but also like that that email i told you about about that dad who contacted me saying my body is telling me to lactate and yeah. i don't know i don't know what to do like let me but, know when that kid's but ready. i guess like, we don't but how do we trust when somebody somebody like that comes forward and says um, my body's, my body's telling me to do that that you say that that's instinct and then somebody else says it then you say it's conditioning like where do you yeah where do you draw we the line we don't know there's no I mean we like I just, one of the first things like what was it Socrates said it's like the one thing I know is that I know nothing like there's I mean no, we, could, we could apply that to everything I know we're a philosophy podcast but we don't need to we don't need to quote Socrates okay. <laughs> no but considering you know we all know oh, so nothing. You, yeah, yeah. It's quite a lot to invest in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Also, you know, you know a lot about this. Yeah, you, you know, you a, know lot a lot about this. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But if we're looking at our instincts and where they, where they come from, and like, you know, really, there's, some, there's something saying don't do this, and then there's a bunch of science saying, well, you could. I think for me, that's the most... Yeah, okay. I think the next step, we, it's got to get historians involved. Like, yeah, yeah, really, exactly. on a very deep level. Yeah. Like, where... If you're saying there's a conditioning that has brought us away from this, then there has to be a preconditioning where, that, that we where, actually did this. Right? Yeah. Hmm. But if, I'm not saying we've been brushed away. But also, I have thought of it that way. Also, just because we, we have the capacity to do something doesn't necessarily mean that we should sure, do of it. Course. Of course, right? Yeah. But that's, that's living in a society. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's true. I, I, yeah. and, then, the, and then you have the flip side of that of why in a, in a building like we're in is someone being asked to leave because they're breastfeeding surely uh, like breastfeeding is far more natural than sitting in a building with heating but, you know. but I guess that's, I, that's the question For, like how much do we revere nature and then yeah. how natural is something right yeah. mm -hmm. so I think to use society in itself like yeah. it just doesn't scream nature unless yeah. like we seem like we've been cut off from our ecology yeah. generally, right? Mm -hmm. So to apply the idea that this is unnatural to everything is kind of contradictory. Yeah, also, exactly. We do unnatural but, stuff all of the time. Yeah. For example, like I said, these drugs have been used for 60 years to stop women having babies every yeah. time they have sex. We don't seem to complain about that. <laughs> unnatural. Yeah. Well, we, I mean... Yeah, but at least it, religious, there are. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think that's yeah, a, there are some, but, but generally also, speaking, that's yeah. also going back to you know old scriptures that we follow, and that's our entire yeah. debate there. That's separate. yeah. But I do think there's there's legitimacy to saying that you know sex is, you know, like a condom isn't natural, birth control isn't that. Like mm -hmm. I think, yeah, it's not a no. But this is returning to a natural state. It, so she's well, saying that men are now in an unnatural state. I'm saying I, that, I think that, we that maybe there's an idea that more, so. yeah okay that's true but to maybe there was that. a time when men could naturally breastfeed right possibly we don't know but the what like what I'm saying is like it it fascinates like we all sort of started on this project whether it was me two years ago or you lot at the start of this debate um I don't know if this Ask is much of a debate. Yeah. We're not offering much well, no, of a discussion. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Asking, uh, why on earth would you do a thing like that? Why would you develop a kit that makes men lactate? Um, and we shouldn't have given you such a forum to talk about it, right? We, we should have just. Yeah, so should we throw well, I mean, some hard? Like, there's plenty of forums with other people talking about it, not me. Yeah, okay. but what, yeah. no, but what are the? But what? is there a fetish? Yeah, is there a fetish? Yeah, is there a fetish element to it? A perverted oh, fetish. Sorry, you're a perverted uh, fetishist. Oh, yeah, the Daily Mail described me as a perverted fetishist. Oh, it wasn't the Daily Mail. It was someone commenting on the Daily Mail. Yeah, the perverted fetishist. Perverted fetishist, wanton and ungodly, indeed. Yeah, but, uh, but it is a fetish in some way because it's uh, it's perverted because it's away from the norm, isn't it? Yeah, like, so yeah, it is already a perverted. No, 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 fetish, but, right? yeah, but, but one can be, become the norm, right? No, but one, yeah, but the way in which you approach something could be for all the reasons you just explained, or yeah. it could be because I want to get off. Right? Uh, yeah, you but could do, but I haven't come across anyone who wants to do that. The people who message me are parents. They haven't got time. What? <laughs> yeah, I just... I guess it's quite a lot of commitment to... But people put a lot of commitment into fetishes. Yeah, they probably more so than, than parenting. Yeah. <laughs> more so than more parenting. into fetishes than into their parenting. <laughs> okay, that explains a lot with me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there you have an entirely different podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what was the... So because, because, like you said, originally my question was why, but now it does feel like why not. I don't and know, I, I think maybe it just doesn't feel intuitive, but I don't think that's a good enough reason to be anti it. 
No, I just no. I think I think intuitive. Yeah. I think that's a decent reason. It's just like our intu- intuition is so muddled up in our conditioning that we don't really know to ma- how to make head to tail of it. Like we have. I mean, I think that's pretty unrefutable that we have been fed this imagery that the oh, mother the does mother, bread yeah, breastfeed. Yeah. But the question is, how connected is that to the nature of a mother compared or to the condition? And I, I struggle to like fully accept because this research is. I'm not saying anything you're saying is wrong. It's just it is in its infancy. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's so but, much. Yeah, but now yeah. is when we need to be having these debates. Yeah. Because it sounds like the research might stop at some point, right? So we want it to continue. But also, you have... Yeah, want yeah, there yeah. to be a seismic shift. Also, I mean, you have, you know, we have all these, what you said, of like your intuition and also like muddled up in how we live and what we've been brought up with in context yeah. and everything like that. Then you think of like the modern context that we live in of actually having, you know, like women who have jobs, women who really quite like to hold on to those jobs or women who'd like to, you know, share that parenting load. And actually, surely, in when you follow those steps as well, and like, what is the best way to, to share these jobs? Also, looking at like the pressure points of things like breastfeeding, how do we share that load as well? Then, like, societally and contextually, this is also like I designed this as a really practical solution for that. Yeah, but that's so that's yeah. so she's coming at it from a very logical point of view. Yeah. Whereas our arguments are slightly well, more I, metaphysical. Yeah, I guess our issue is always that, like, well, I can't ha- hold any discussion. You yeah. always go back to the beginning of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, or, like, or, what, what is this the start of the end of time? What is the natural time? thing? But I think yeah. this is mainly, in a sense, more a response to the idea that yeah. society has got to a point where men are, women are expected to have a career. Exactly. As and well then, as yeah. raise a child. And yeah. the man is essentially mostly expected to have a career yeah. and not get so involved in no, the but also we're at a but stage maybe where, that's not the way maybe they if we're talking to, about yeah. nature um, also we're at a stage where men want to be more involved in their yeah. child's upbringing hopefully yeah so it's the way of writing an answer to both but, it, but, but, but I think the question of want is something to explore because I don't think that just because people want something it should just be no I agree given, with, like, I agree with that but it is you know, definitely if you want if yeah. men want to be pregnant mm-hmm. then you said like we have the hormones we we have the hormones to breastfeed but we don't have the ovaries to give birth yeah but then again at the same, or the womb at, to yeah at the same time you know if like at the same time there are plenty of people who are born with male genitals who actually and it's like it's not necessarily a case of, of want for them either but feel like they had the wrong ones and actually mm. like they, they would rather the other ones and like you can see that progressing and actually you know wouldn't it be wonderful if someone who was born a man realized that they were actually a woman could have a completely new set, give birth, have a child, breastfeed it? Wonderful. I just really do that. The idea of a breastfeeding man, it, it sounds like something that would be in a freak show in the 1800s, doesn't it? It sounds like something that people sure. would just like gawp at. Well, I guess but that's I think, a lot of I mean, what these people, progressive ideas. I mean, yeah, so yeah. would a trans person, probably. Yeah, right? but I. I but, it but might also, actually not be something that that's a progressive. It's not that progressive. But also, you idea. say also you mm. say the 1800s. Like I said, there was a woman who was kicked out of here. Yeah, sorry, there was a woman kicked out of this cafe that like, we're in now for breastfeeding. Actually, that's why I chose it. Yeah, yeah. But, it's uh, not just an 1800s thing. We've made this so taboo, and that yeah. seems to be something that like upset. And you think people. the no, only way to alleviate that taboo is to make it something that both genders can do? No, I think that will just inspire empathy. And I think actually it's a lot easier to have that conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. if it's a problem for everyone rather than a problem for... Yeah, of course. Ah, okay, so, that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. so instead yeah. of having breastfeeding safe spaces, we just have spaces, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Where people yeah. are just doing what they're doing and yes. it's fine. But yeah. I, yeah, but I think that's that's like kind of an issue. It's, it's involved in this, but it's outside of that. It's just around like religious ideas of like piety and modesty. Yeah. It's not... Well, I mean, we are in a church. It's, it's yeah. also sexualizing a breast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah we don't need to. Yeah, thing. but also we don't know how to yeah, look at breasts in a non-sexual way. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we've seen it as a sexual, sexual yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I, I still think it's more of a why not than a why. Oh, have I convinced you? Yeah, but it makes me think that I was already convinced. <laughs> like, yeah, it makes me but think... But Shai goes, yes to everything. Yeah, already. sorry, I'm, <laughs> to, I'm, I'm, to, I'm convinced in this moment, and then I'll go to the bathroom and we, and then be like, we sorry, actually, no, yeah, the, <laughs> the, the problem is, like, we don't actually... I don't think we ever know how we feel, but we want to be open to whatever sure. idea. Yeah. And, like, I'm wanting to, yeah. like... I, but the thing, but the, and the real thing is, like, would you actually do this with a child? So the, you are, the only other thing is that, I you don't know, think I would. If, no, but my partner might also not want me to do it. 
There may yeah. be an element of yeah. my partner not wanting me to do this. And like, like, like I said, it's not for everyone. Same way as any kind of birth control, any kind of parenting is not for everyone. But okay, so but if, if we do yeah. if we do take it to the more the nature based argument mm. or the metaphysical level, then should 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 that be an option, right? So if it is natural for the man to breastfeed, should mm. it be an option for the man to say no, I don't want to? Um, if the woman, like, yeah, 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 and surely, I mean, is that like, even a... and surely shouldn't it be for the woman as well? And like, shouldn't we remove this pressure on breastfeeding? No, no, but so, well, so the breast I mean, in is is just you a, can take like that terminology right? might yeah, like we are trying to move away from that terminology, right? Because there is well, there is like, alternatives I mean, to breast. Yeah, there so is. I yeah. actually I had a conversation with um, uh, like the weirdly enough at my last job the mother of my manager, um, and she <laughs> was we we talked about this project, and she said when she was pregnant. Um, and like I don't know if it, this was also in the UK, but it was in the Netherlands, which is where I'm based currently. Then, but actually, at the time, bottle feeding was, was what you did. And actually, even though your body was telling you to breastfeed because that, like, yeah, you're, yeah. you're a female animal who's just had a child, so your body's going to tell you to breastfeed. Like, just, even despite that, people would judge you for breastfeeding. And actually, bottle feeding was the correct inverted commas way to feed your child so I mean if that's the case so, so are we suggesting that maybe not enough fathers are even bottle feeding their children so like yeah that's if, true I think that, yeah yeah so are we kind of so are, are there are fathers just not bottle feeding their children so fathers currently are yes and like they are or they are well, yes, as, as parents and lots of people are bottle feeding their But they're still spending much less time with the baby than the mother. So, yeah, in the UK, they say it's 24 minutes worth of parenting per hour. Yeah. And, like, there's also lots of setups. I asked lots of people about their, you know, child yeah. feeding systems and, like, you know, things that, like, mothers expressing milk and then leaving it for the father to warm up later and feed the child. There's all, there, there are all of these options. And like this, I would just add to to those sets of options as well. If you want to feel that close connection, that rush, rush of oxytocin, that nurturing thing, and if your body is telling you to do it, and if it yeah. works in the parenting dynamic that you've set up, then it should be there. Why not? Yeah. I think, to be honest, like this is really hard to answer without us having kids. Like, have, have you got children? Yeah. I do not have children. I like okay. three, child, I guess, three childless people just talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, to say is it intuitive, like, I do not, like, have any form of intuition to breastfeed a child now. But, like, do you? So, like, yeah, but also, how many children do we come no, across? How many no, but, babies do no, but what I'm across? saying, No, but um, what I'm saying is that is irrelevant because a woman probably has no uh, desire to do that until they're yeah, pregnant, so right? The, like, oh, so there'll be no trigger. But she's saying when we hold we, the baby, that will be the trigger. Yes, yeah, 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 is. but what I'm saying is you have to have a trigger. You have to have had a child for, I don't, well, I don't know, do we? So the reason um, I, I did this project was because I, yeah, I was, I was fascinated by, um, like, codes of silence and that kind of thing. And someone said, have you spoken to any mums about it? I was, and have you thought about mums? I was like, I don't think I've ever thought about mums in my entire life. Um, it's just not something that's cropped up for me. Um, and that actually became a huge part when I was researching parenthood and seeing, like, you know, the huge changes that happens to um, a mum's body but also to a mum's life. The fact that all the things that you value your life on uh, invert and can become the things that you're judged on. So, you know, maintaining work, maintaining a social life, all these kind of things. Suddenly they're a, they're a source of judgment. Um, and then it was very clear that was where my knowledge ended um, because I haven't had a child I, I don't know what that's like and so that was why it was so fascinating to go and find as many but, mums yeah, and dads yeah. as possible but also still if I was doing this as a mum I think I would be I would be too late in the game I would you know maybe I would be able to successfully breastfeed and then I would be in the bubble of like oh I don't see what the problem is you know um, or I would you know I would just completely readjust my life and maybe I would take on the struggle of raising a child and also having a job or maybe I'd become a stay-at-home mum or whatever. I did this project because, yes, in 10 years' time, this could be, like, this could be my life and I could be there. I could have a child and be working through all of that. 
But at the moment, it, I was just so motivated to work on this because I can see it in the distance and I don't understand it. And there are lots of things that I'm just dying to question and figure out. And yeah, this, and actually like going forward, having an option like this to literally lighten some of that load before sort of going into that tunnel, that totally makes sense to me as like a potential future mum. I think that, would you, yeah, go on. Would you, is it would like, if, yeah. if you, uh, married a guy, had kids, okay, not married, whatever, yeah, yeah. had a kid, would you, would you kind of urge or want your partner to, to do yeah. this? There's like so many people have asked me that and also yeah. just been like, you know, so is any boyfriend of yours gonna lactate that? <laughs> All those How, or would you date yeah. somebody yeah. who wouldn't like this? Yeah. Yeah. Like anti this? Yeah. On sure. your dating profile, does it state that you oh, want? Oh yeah, yeah. I like, ha- only no, no. want I partners that lactate. My, uh, <laughs> on, my, on my dating profile, I do say I design a male lactation kit. Um, because I figure, like... Better get that, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sort the wheat from the chaff. You yeah, know? Exactly. <laughs> if we can't have this debate, we're not getting anywhere. Um, I think it's really wait, wait, fascinating. What was your answer? Oh, yeah, oh, sorry, go ahead. So, like, would, would my future, yeah. you know, baby daddy or whatever have to, have to lactate? Um, so, like, like, that would be in the case of... Well, we've got to, we've got to resolve first the quality of the milk. We've got to resolve... Yeah, it was still a long way away. We're a yeah. long, ah, so you're not long really, you're not really promoting this fully as an idea. You're just, you're still in very much in the research that you think you haven't come oh. across anything that I mean, like it, it would, anything it has that to go prevents through, it. Like, yeah. yeah, I haven't come across anything that says don't do this. And you know, yeah, but also wait, is, it's because no one's doing this. Yeah, and that's yeah. why there's nothing out there that but says but don't what do I'm, this. But what I'm saying is, yeah. if it's whatever FDA approved and stuff, mm-hmm. then. Yeah. Would you, would you then, urge him to... Well, then that leads to the conversation. And that leads to yeah. two people doing it together and sussing out what's the best for them. Yeah, yeah but actually, so I think it's just another thing to fight over. You know, no, but I don't, I don't yeah, actually possibly, think so. Possibly, you know, some, some women uh, who I interviewed, one of them was like, I could breastfeed for Britain. Um, and like, you know, they're <laughs> no, just producing also, so much breast milk that like, it, yeah. to them, it's like a relief to breastfeed. And that's a huge thing. It's just others an empathy are, thing. Others producing milk, it's just yeah. an empathy thing. Like, how can I understand my partner more? And yeah. how can she understand me more? And like, you know, some of them yeah. don't need, like, what I was just saying to them, like, you know, some women don't need the support of more breast milk. Breast milk. They've got yeah. plenty. Like, others yeah. yeah. do. But maybe that man can then go and breastfeed another baby. He's yeah, really got maybe. that urge. Yeah. Or like, yeah, but then then we just talk about like making things out of breast milk, excess breast milk. Well, I really like well, the idea. Maybe it's a really yeah. good solution to the to the um, food shortage Legalism. crisis. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. So then we just if yeah, yeah, yeah. if fifty percent more people are breastfeeding, then we it's, have extra breast milk. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then we solve all the. It's no, vegan. But, you know, no, but I really like the idea of like. No, but yeah. also you could drop it's your vegan, kid off yeah. to your parents to like their grandparents, and then they could just breastfeed them. Like, when do you stop? Exactly. Everyone and can breastfeed. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't figure out if this is a positive <laughs> answer or a negative. It's not, like, it's, uh, not, it's not a case of that. Uh, wait. Just okay, we've been talking. We've been talking for an hour about this. Okay. This is nonsense. Yeah, yeah we uh, should start. Put the put your money where your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you were to sum up, mm-hmm. mm, and I don't know if summing up. So if you could sum up everything that you just said. It may be a sentence or two. Maybe a sentence? Yeah, yeah. Not the Socrates. So- not the Socrates <laughs> sentence. Not the so- that is a veto yeah. the Socrates sentence. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> um, Extra points if you quote the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the other episode, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I, I... Let us sum up. Let us sum up. Sorry, sum it up. Sum it up. And then maybe we can offer a sum, summing up. I, yeah. I'm, I'm flattered that you're like, oh no, she's definitely got a sentence ready for that. Yeah, like yeah. We, we, we spoke for 50 minutes for a reason. Yes, exactly. Sure. Okay, for those of you that skipped to the end of the podcast whoa, whoa, whoa. and decided not to listen to the whole hour. Um, I don't think anyone's ever skipped to the end. They just don't listen to it. No one, no one oh, listens to no. it. Yeah, yeah. I listened to it. I thought it was good. Um, so <laughs> we, we were talking about a um, male lactation kit that I designed and what effects that could have for society. Yeah, for society, for gender, for parenting, for what else did we cover? We covered potentially religion, uh, for uh, work, for... No, so um, this is, that's a good promo monogamy. for the podcast. But what's a good summary of everything that you've just said? Breastfeed. That's pretty much what we were talking yeah. about, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think he's wanting like something he can put on his Christmas card. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> To, to sum it up, gentlemen out there, if you're listening to this podcast, your nipples are the future. 
You're welcome, Mary Claus Brigham. How about that? That's, that's good. awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. And Merry Christmas. Wait, the your nipples, nipples are, are more, the future. Yeah, the future of powerful. what? The future of the uni- of the of this earth, of the universe, Whatever of you humankind, of, of men, food. of women. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The future of food. I think what we came to at the end is the best that we solve food shortages. Do. <laughs> I mean, America already has a surplus of cheese, but that's like a whole other podcast. Are you saying yeah, that we can, can make, make cheese, cheese from breast milk? Well, men, I, men's I breast milk. Sorry, women, men's breast milk. Women, women, not this women's breast milk. Yeah, 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 <laughs> <that's> too, <laughs> oh, too many antibodies. No, so for me, that's what's really interesting is like, what is the difference in taste and quality of the men's and the women's? Because mm. yeah, but okay, so much well, of that is based on your also so much would be based on your diet or your genetic makeup or your physiology. It would be so hard. Like, no women's breast milk would taste the same. Not every woman would have the same tasting breast milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but like, it's that's like. It's still interesting to taste. We can do taste, lots of taste. We can just do taste tests. Yeah. Well, no, 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 but like, <laughs> I mean, see if there is a quality no. that that uh, that is um, like, more common know, in men's. Than, but like, also like that is. I mean, no, there are not breast milk taste tests out there, or maybe there are. I don't know. Um, yeah, like, I suppose a baby might. My, my invite is in the post. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, they have that. They, I love how she thinks say, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry, that's the weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've gone too um, weird for me now. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, they they talk about how like if you are um, like to eat a varied diet and that kind of thing, so, yeah, uh, yeah. to help your child with allergies and that kind of stuff, or maybe getting breast milk from two different sources. Also, the fact that like. Yeah. Men, there is some logic like, to that, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. like broadening your immune system. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. That's why I shop at Waitrose and Sainsbury's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to broaden your. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What you're really saying. To no, this your, is your like mince pie spectrum. Mince pie spectrum, exactly. I think we should obviously we should come and speak to you again. Yeah, yeah. In a couple of years to see. Once we've done some, we've got a lot to do. We've got to do past life regressions. Yeah, yeah. We do rebirths. We've got a breast. We've got a breastfeed. Yeah. We've got <laughs> very our diet. So come to me in two years' time and like and see know, where we've got to. You might want to write up a schedule for it though. If like if you're doing like past life, but also breastfeeding, but also what like we, yeah, yeah. What do we do first? You know, you need to streamline that. Well, I think we've got to find a baby first. So no, but no, 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 no. Surely we have to do the rebirth for, first, so rebirth, we can empathise with the birthing of, yes, experience rebirth, of the child. Rebirth. So one of you is the baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Breastfeeds for it. Maybe. No, but we will be born no? as each other. Oh, uh, that's right. I just I missed uh, that episode. This is. <laughs> yeah. All right. We should maybe end. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you so down. much for yeah, your thank coming. Thank you so much. This is no this is great. This is um this is shockingly logical. Right. Uh, well, okay. I mean, he obviously disagrees, but I think there's some shocking logic behind.